This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. This is your call to action. Get prepared, America. Economy, survival, energy, disasters. This is USAprepares.com. Informative radio, educational radio. Interact now by emailing instructor at USAprepares.com or text at 434-390-7953. Class, please take your seats. Now, your instructor, Vincent Finelli. Commercials is something that uh, is the kiss of death in radio. So I'm going to be very careful what I say. But I just heard a commercial on uh, Genesis Communications Network uh, by a gal identifying herself as Sophie Winnick. It's a delightful commercial. Her voice is cool, collected, calm, congenial, smooth, effective. It has honesty and integrity in it. Compare that. Compare that to commercials that you hear uh, from others. And I'm not necessarily saying on Genesis Communications Network. I'm talking about across the dial. Listen to some of the commercials and listen to the voices and see if they make you want to buy their product or push you away. Okay? I'm talking about across the dial. I'm not talking about anything specifically here. But compare that to the Sophie Winnick, cool, calm, collected, engaging. I think she did a great job. I really do. Bert's with us. Welcome, Bert. Hey, Vince. Glad to uh, be here. Vince, uh, I have some good news. For <laughs> Ford called you up and said, hey, Bert, uh, we're all excited. Uh, we are going to uh, fix that uh, hybrid, electric hybrid vehicle yours that we've been promising and, and saying that uh, thank you for buying. But even though only half of it worked, we appreciate you waiting nine months for uh, well, the fix. Is that out. what you're talking I- about? I, I am working out uh, something on that, but no, Vince. What I'm talking about is a uh, 5,000-pound satellite re-entered the Earth's atmosphere, something we've discussed in class. You know, what happens when these uh, massive amounts of steel and silicon and, and uh, you know, solar panels and lightweight metal enter the Earth? And I know you were looking out. You had posted lookouts over on the farm there, but, uh, Vince, it... Uh, re-entered the Earth's atmosphere uh, between, you know, Wednesday, so uh, Wednesday afternoon, between Alaska and Hawaii, and by all accounts, the debris landed in the North Pacific Ocean, and, uh, well, Vince, no reports of damage. That's the Earth-absorbing ERS-2 satellite, which uh, we've been predicting for a while, but, you know, it's kind of hard to tell they can predict a lot of things in space, but where a burnt-up satellite finally comes back down, hits the ground or the ocean, it's hard to predict because it's burning up, and as it burns up, obviously the drag is changing. And, uh, well, it it, uh, it broke apart due to atmospheric drag about uh, 80 kilometers up and uh, fell in the ocean, and nobody's hurt, Vince, so... Um, Looks like uh, we dodged oh, there. But, but the atmosphere was damaged. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and the ocean was damaged by this, the debris of the satellite. Some of these satellites have nuclear material on them, in them. Um, yeah. And that does not get destroyed on the way home. Yeah, I don't know if this one did. It was a European satellite. It was French. 1995, and it was observing the Earth, and, um, well, Vince, um, it, uh, I, I guess it served its purpose, but, um, 
past that it weighed uh, 5,057 pounds or 2,294 kilograms. That's before burning up, and mm -hmm. uh, that's after it lost its fuel. So, um, we, oh, look, Bert, let's talk about fuel. Let's talk about fuel. So, satellites are put into um, orbit. Some are geosynchronous, some are not. Geosynchronous is if you point your finger up at the sky as the Earth rotates, that satellite's going to be in the same spot all the time. And the way it's done, the way that happens is there is a spot which is like perfect where the gravitational forces of all of the, the objects in space are pulling such that it, it kind of wants to stay where we put it. It doesn't necessarily want to fall down too much, but yeah, there's, there's a gravitational force pulling it back to Earth, but the moon is pulling it toward the moon, and the sun is pulling it toward the sun, and the other planets are pulling it toward the other planets, but it kind of stays in the same spot. And so what they do is they put fuel, which, which would be like gas, not gasoline, but a, um, a, a compressed gas in a tank. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what the gas is. Maybe it's nitrogen. Maybe it's just air. And they compress it and put it in a tank, and they have these nozzles. So if, and they, they have a, you know, a box, you know, a, uh, a conceptual box. And they say, okay, so the satellite needs to stay in this box. If it gets too high above the box, too low from the box, it'll fall down. If it goes too low, it'll go out into outer space if it goes too high. So let's keep it in this box and everything will be good. So they use this compressed gas to adjust the position of the satellite. So, you know, and, and they have to be really careful how much gas they use because they use too much and put it outside the box. And they need to conserve that gas so they get the maximum distance or the maximum fuel economy with that gas. And when that tank is empty... No more gas, no more fuel, as, as it were, and that satellite falls down. That's how it works, right? Uh, yeah, well, that, that's part of it, Vince. Uh, they, um, you know, m most of what powers the satellite is from, you know, I mean, once it's up there, it's generally just orbiting with uh, just some adjustments to the orbit and what's powering the radios or the telescopes or the sensors or whatever it is they have is generally solar cells, solar panels, and and batteries. So uh, not a lot different than, uh, well, Vince, the solar panels you have on the farm there in Missouri. No, that's, that's not what I'm saying. What, what I'm saying is yeah. just no, keep I, it in the I, box. I, to, keep it, to keep it orbiting, that's what this fuel is used for, just to keep correct. it orbiting. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, all. Uh, the rest of it is solar power or... Um, nuclear power or, or something like that. Yeah. And, and then, you know, Bert, if you, if you look at the descriptions, you know, the, the news would say, oh, the government launched a satellite yesterday, or they're going to launch one this afternoon or this morning, or today, or tomorrow. Uh, and, it's, and it's a, they always use the same word, communication satellite. It's always a communication satellite. Well, they you all know, the communicate. Ones that, yeah. Yeah. And what are they communicating? Well, they're communicating, uh, oh, I don't know, 5G, 4G, 3G, G. Uh, they're communicating um, uh, video. They're communicating images. They're communicating where the enemy is. They're communicating cell, uh, telephone signals, etc. Everything's communication. Everything. So when they say communication satellite, we're thinking, oh, that must be AT&T, better phone calls. Not necessarily. Any satellite can be a communication satellite. They could say an, an intercontinental ballistic missile is a communications device. You know, guidance to, to precisely hit the target. I'm just saying words are very misleading today. Very misleading. Back to you. Yeah. Uh, well, Vince, talking about space, we uh, have something interesting. So, you know... We've talked about the solar cycle, and uh, they've now moved it up, so we're going to hit the peak of the solar cycle this year. Vince, there's now some discussion that the outage yesterday for AT&T Cellular, and, and the reason it affected some of the other cellular is the cellular
cell carriers do share some of their networks. If you're a competitor and you have a hole in some area, you actually, you know, they buy and sell their their uh, transmitters and, and transceivers. So uh, it affected a few other networks as well. But Vince, there's some talk now that it could have been affected by two pretty large solar eruptions that happened at exactly the same time. Now, they can't prove it, but um, AT&T still doesn't really know what caused the outage. They're now, they've changed the story a couple of times, and, and they're now saying we think it was an error in some coding without elaborating. So, um, and uh, another quote I have from them is, based on an initial review, we believe the outage was caused by the application and execution of an incorrect process used as we were working on an expansion of our network. Huh? Okay. So, uh, so Bert, <laughs> Bert l- l- let me say what that could mean. Uh, okay, so incorrect I, you process. Tell me, ben. It, well, well, it could be a hack. It could be the hack was the incorrect process while they were expanding their network. They're always expanding their network. So that's like universally uh, true all the time. Okay, they're always expanding their network. So while we were doing what we normally do, something happened and messed up the system. Well, it could have been yeah. a hacker. I mean, you could yeah. put the word hacker in there. You could put the word in normal course of business. You could put in. Uh, uh, solar event, you could put in some moron we hired uh, hit the wrong button. Yeah, yeah, that, that's how I read it, is that they actually don't know what caused it, but they're not going to come out and say it. They have to say something, so they released that statement, which basically, Vince, I think we agree, it says nothing. So You know, Bert, it, also, also there's some other theories that are... Uh, that are circulating the internet that well okay so the timing was sort of good for a uh, the solar event but it's also possible that it was an intentional hack it's also possible that it was an act of carelessness recklessness stupidity and um hiring the least qualified person could be any of the above but not only did that happen Bert the pharmaceutical industry is in chaos because they can't fulfill subscriptions because their systems are broken simultaneously with the telecommunication systems that are broken which we all depend on that's true United Healthcare reportedly having big problems, small pharmacies having problems. There are hospitals that are saying, we can't get your prescription because our system doesn't work. Right now, that's what's happening. So what we have been convinced to do, Bert, is to put our, all of our eggs in this electronic telecommunications wireless networking system in the cloud. It's, it's great. It's in the cloud. You don't have to look at it. But we can't fix it either. We have gone way, in my opinion, don't believe anything I say, class. We have gone way too far with technology. Back in the 1960s, if you had a prescription, you would take it to the pharmacy. You'd walk in, hand them this paper uh, prescription. Fifteen minutes later, you'd be walking out the door with your prescription. That's what happened. You know, for like $7 or $4 or $2. That's no longer the case. Now, it has to be authorized by the doctor, it has to be confirmed by the insurance company, and then maybe, maybe you'll get it tomorrow. Maybe, if everything works perfectly. But that's not the case today, because now the system's broken. Look it up. Don't believe me. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. 
If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this... Make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Have you ever watched a video on the internet and found yourself waiting for the skip the ad button? The reason this takes a few seconds is because the video delivery companies get to collect impression commission. And the viewer never sees the advertisement. The company still pays full price to run the ad. Does this sound like a scam to you? Is there any wonder why Internet ads are so ineffective? For over 100 years, radio has been a proven source for companies' messages. Radio listeners are engaged and want to support the companies that sponsor the shows they're so passionate about. Simple companies like window treatments, security, pillow companies, and more have been able to break away from the big box stores, building multi-million dollar businesses. Find out what radio can do for your business. Call 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Pencils, paper, notebooks, iPads. Class is now in session. USAprepares.com. Educational radio. Set your memory to high power. Your USAprepares.com instructor, Vincent Finelli, at the controls. So, headline CNN. CNN, uh, CNN.com. Quote, Pharmacies across America are having trouble processing some prescriptions because of a cyber attack. Continues on to say, pharmacies across the United States are reporting that they're having difficulty getting prescriptions to patients because of a cyber attack on a unit of United Health. The company said in a regulatory filing on Thursday that it's Change Healthcare Business, which processes prescriptions to insurance for tens of thousands of pharmacies nationwide, was compromised by hackers who gained access to some of its systems. The company became aware of the cyber attack on Wednesday and in a separate statement said that it expected the attack to last throughout the day Thursday. The cyber attack prevented some pharmacies from processing prescriptions to insurance companies uh, to receive payment. For example, the Naval Hospital in Camp Pendleton, California said in a post on X that it was unable to process any prescriptions. Due to an ongoing enterprise-wide issue, Camp Pendleton and Associated Pharmacies are unable to process any prescription claims, the hospital said. As a result, we are only able to assist patients with emergency and urgent prescriptions from hospital providers at the time at this time. Evans Army Community Hospital in Colorado said in a Facebook post that some of the prescription orders would be delayed. This outage is impacting dispensing of pharmacy prescriptions, resulting in delays in processing and in some case inability to process the hospital said refills have also been Impacted. Good RX, which offers discounts on prescriptions, also said services were disrupted. We apologize for any outages that you've been experiencing while at the pharmacy, the company said on X. Unfortunately, 
this is an external this issue is an external one for both good rx and a multitude of processors it goes on and on and on end quote bert it's real serious we have put all of our eggs into one precariously perched basket this is insanity personified exemplified magnified and distributed worldwide back to you yeah well vince there's something to be said with uh living in a simpler time because a lot of the technology that we think is going to improve our lives make things work better just uh don't work that way i mean i'm involved in a lot of technology and i can tell you you know without getting into specifics there's a lot of companies say oh we have this device or we have this software and it's gonna have everything work more pro- productively and you'll be able to have less employees and it'll be automated it'll be in the cloud as you say and uh vince more often than not it ends up costing more time more problems more dollars more work and uh it, it's just funny and uh you know i know firsthand i'm working with the company that they adopted the software which was supposed to save them immense amount of work in uh one of their departments, and it's caused nothing but grief. But, um, Vince, I don't know what uh, you that's, were... That's, I to, that's to say it mildly and... Po- yeah. That's to say it mildly and politely. This morning I shipped a, a death card. It's a Nazi uh, death card. A, a guy was killed. And one of the family members with the same name wanted to buy this death card of a family member uh, who was killed at... Uh, the, in a pretty large World War II battle called the Battle of Minsk, M-I-N-S-K. So I had it. The card was uh, $76.75, a very rare funeral card. And I sell these on eBay. The, the um, let's see, let's talk about some of the costs. Tax. The government stole $6.43 from this guy. The Facebook I'm sorry, uh, PayPal and eBay took $15 from me. The U.S. Postal Service took $4.01 to send one ounce, a one-ounce package, a quarter of the way across the country. That's 25%. 25% in other people sticking hands in my pocket. It's out of control, Bert. And that's what's going on all across the country. Outrageous cost, Bert. A one ounce one ounce envelope used to cost four cents when I was growing up. Now it's four dollars and one cent because of the guy that Donald J. Trump and Joe Biden put in charge of the post office. A guy named LaJoy. There's no joy in this guy. He keeps raising prices. A first class stamp is now sixty eight cents. Guys, don't believe a word we say. Don't believe it. Do your own research. Make up your own mind. But if you do, you're going to be as frosted as... Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer and communicate information and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America.
USA News Update. For the first time since 1972, a U.S.-built space lander's touchdown on the surface of the moon. Houston-based Intuitive Machines will use its Odysseus spacecraft to collect lunar data in an effort to assist NASA in its next moonshot later this decade. Odysseus will spend about one week collecting data until it loses power. The bidding war for a rare 14-carat gold Lego piece found at a Pennsylvania Goodwill is over. The piece called the Bionicle Golden Kanohaihau Mask sold for $18,101. It was originally posted on shopgoodwill.com for $14.95. The Lego piece was found by workers at the warehouse in Dubois and is believed to be the only one of 30 that exist. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492 800-509-4492 That's 800-509-4492 Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. This can be sliding. What are today's hot? When you go to the season, for two seconds during the Class is back in session. Turn up the volume. USAprepares.com with the original survival economist, Vincent Finelli. First with us, patent holder, radio frequency designer, expert witness, CEO. Bert, back to you. Vince, uh, moving on, we talk a lot about electric car fires and in particular Teslas. And there's a lot of stories, and some of them sad, where people have uh, died in their cars. Well, one story, Vince, has kind of caught me here because it's a little off 
Uh, well, it does. It doesn't sort of tie into the other stories. This one's a little bit of a mystery. A person, a man in Chicago, has a Tesla, uh, and it caught fire. He was starting the car to, you know, you can push a button, the car will start up and warm up so you can get in it. So he started the car to uh, presumably drive to work in his driveway, and uh, he came out to drive the car to work, and the car was on fire, and it started in his dashboard. But as we know about electric car fires, they they can spread pretty quickly. And, uh, I mean, obviously he got right out of the car, but uh, he just watched in disbelief as his whole car burnt up. It wasn't connected to anything. It wasn't charging. And, uh, well, he, he uh, called Tesla, and Tesla said, uh, well, call your insurance company and uh, file a claim. Tesla doesn't seem to want to do anything here. And uh, I'm looking at pictures of it. I mean, there's there's pretty much nothing left of his car. Uh, Tesla said, well, we'll look into it. But um, they're not, you know, they're, they're telling him to go to his insurance company. And I suppose you do that anyhow. But um, Vince, this one's... Uh, this one's interesting because uh, his car was under warranty. Uh, it's in, it's a uh, well, Vince. It's uh, eighty thousand dollar Tesla Model X, and um, well, Vince. Uh, the update on the story is he's still, as of the best I can see here, Tesla has not given him any further update, and uh, well, the guy didn't do anything. He's, he's got a burnt Tesla in his driveway. Uh, very strange one, Vince, because, you know, normally something happens in the electronics and the batteries. And, uh, of course, we know that the fire spreads quickly. But this one, apparently, he said the smoke was coming out of his dashboard. And, uh, well, Vince, he's, he's uh, you know, he went to the news because uh, they were more responsive to him the news media was than uh, apparently Tesla has been. Now, if there's a further update, I don't have it, but as of now, uh, it looks like the guy has this burnt-out car in his driveway, and, uh, you know, he's, uh, I don't know how he's getting to work. So I thought this was interesting, Vince, the fact that it could I think you should. I think you should leave the, I think you should leave the, I think you should leave the car in his driveway, and, um, Put a sign on it. Uh, insurance company, you know, whatever the insurance company is, name it. Won't help me. Tesla won't help me. And then maybe have uh, underneath that, got Tesla, you know. I think that's, and then call the media again and say, come on over. I'll show you what's, what's in my driveway. Yeah, These uh, things are dangerous. Vince, just to be clear, there's no indication the insurance company's not helping them. I mean, they probably will respond to them. Well, if, if, they're, I, I would think if they're not would helping. Be the first. And, and here, well, Bert, why why should the insurance company help them? Seriously, if you if you think about this, if the insurance company helps them, that means that your insurance is going to go up, my insurance is going to go up. All the people who are insured by that insurance company, their premiums will go up as a matter of these Teslas catching on fire and burning down nouns, people, places, and things. Crashing into nouns, people, places, and things. These Teslas are costing everybody more. And it's outrageous. When I see a Tesla, I don't think of, wow, that guy must be a lot smarter than I am. He's got a Tesla. First thing I think of, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. He's destroying the environment, and he doesn't. He probably doesn't know he's destroying the environment through buying a Tesla. He doesn't, he doesn't think of, yeah, that's the same organization as is destroying the environment by putting satellites in space. You know, Elon Musk. It's probably not thinking that he's he's uh, working with the same guy that's uh, drilling holes in the heads of monkeys and torturing monkeys. What is Elon Musk doing besides enriching himself? What is he doing that is beneficial to the planet? Name one thing, please. Uh, well, uh, he has Time's invented up. a lot of... He, he, <laughs> companies have invented a lot of stuff, Vince, so, so uh, 
I, I think. Um, and and I think is any of it? Is any of it any? Uh, is, does any of it benefit us, or it, or do the things that he has invented destroy the planet? I submit it's the latter. Well, there's there's pluses and minuses, Vince. You have to look at. Uh, I know a gal. I was talking to a gal. I was talking to a gal. Uh, at uh, she's in the medical profession. And she's a young gal, and I kind of thought she was uh, pretty bright. And we were talking about Elon Musk, and, and, and I said, he's the most dangerous person on the planet. She said, why? And I just delineated the same reasons. And I said, and these electric cars are monstrosities. And she said, my mom bought one. I said, well, I'm sorry. I, obviously, the salesman had some kind of influence on your mom, and she, you know, she bought one of these things. She said, they're ridiculous. We're trying to go to Oklahoma. That's the next state over from Missouri. Next date to the left. And she said we had to keep stopping to charge this stupid thing. Not my yeah. words. Hers. I think it's about two states. No over kidding. I, it's probably a lot of stops on. Take a look on the map. You'll, you'll t- take a look. Take a look on the map. Oh, do you have a border with Oklahoma? I think it's can. You know, I'm yeah, going to bring Kansas. up a map right now. I think. I think. Yeah. I think it's further than you think to get uh, Oklahoma. Uh, probably, uh, well, I know, Vince, you can take the old Route 66, which uh, connects from your neck of the woods all the way through okay. Oklahoma and Texas as it, it kind of runs southwest from from your neck of the woods. Okay, so, Bert, Bert Missouri borders Tennessee, Kentucky, Illinois, Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. There oh, wow. is a, we are the next state over from Oklahoma. We yeah. are the next state over from Kansas. So going vertically, going from south to north, we border here in Missouri, Oklahoma, and we border Kansas vertically. It's the same, um, if you're going left, going you know, west, it's about the same distance from the border of Missouri to Oklahoma. We share the border with Oklahoma and Kansas and Nebraska. Yeah. I think that's close to and the Iowa old route. And Illinois and Kentucky and Tennessee. I think you can take Route 66 yeah. through there, right? That's right. Yeah. That, I believe, that's well, uh, interesting, uh, interesting I haven't, I haven't gone. I, I've, I've driven through Oklahoma from Missouri. I don't. You know, Route 66 is kind of like a side road. Today, yeah. you know, it, yeah. uh, sometimes it parallels the, the you know the interstates going uh, east and west, but you know, it's typically it's it, it's the it's the scenic route. It's the old way. It's like yeah, two two lanes, one lane going, one lane coming. Yeah, no, it's uh, I take it's I take Route sixty six a lot. Yeah, it's fascinating because there's a lot of sections where it got bypassed, but the road is still there. And I remember one time I pulled over. At uh, you know, I don't know if it was an abandoned hotel or or something, and I just stopped in awe. And as far as I could see, up and down the road, I didn't see one other car going by. Yet the road was in perfect condition. And uh, I know in some areas, probably not so much where you are, they've made it into uh, a new tourist attraction where they've reopened some of the hotels and gas stations and shops, and uh, people go there just. Uh, well, just enjoy it, and it does go through some interesting parts of uh, the West when you get into New Mexico yeah. and, and Arizona. It's kind of an interesting drive there. And so, yes, I've, I've been on it. Yeah, you, you, can, you, can, you can start um, in Chicago and get on Route 66 and go through Illinois, you know, Chicago, Illinois, Springfield, Illinois. Then you go into, into Missouri. Uh, Rolla, Missouri, and you can go into Oklahoma and Tulsa, Weatherford, and then you go into Texas. This is all on Route 66. You just keep driving west, uh, Amarillo, Texas, and then you go to New Mexico, and you go to Santa Fe and Gallup and Williams, Arizona, and and Needles, California, and Victorville, California, and end up in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's Route 66. You almost sound like that song, then. So, Illinois... So uh, Route 66 starts in Illinois, through Missouri, 
uh, and nicks Kansas, just nicks it, um, in the uh, southeastern corner of Kansas, goes into Oklahoma, across Oklahoma, uh, the northern part of Texas, goes across the entire state of New Mexico, across the entire state of California, and from uh, east to west uh, in Southern California, from Needles, uh, Victorville, and then ultimately to Los Angeles, and then you hit the ocean, and it stops there at the ocean. Yeah, I think somewhere around Santa Monica. It's, it's not labeled so well when you get into California, but uh, it's labeled better in some of the other states. Because generally, wherever it is, it's, uh, it's, it's sort of like co-branded with another highway. In some cases, it's Interstate 40. In some cases, it's just on its own paralleling 40 and just not being used that much. So, but interesting class, if you have time, uh, it's, you know, if you've never done it, it's worth, uh, you know, what I did one time was I flew into um, New Mexico, rented a car, and then... Uh, drove back the other way and then handed the car off in another state. And so that's another way you can do it without having to go back and forth. You might have to do that again. You know, if you, if you decide to, you know, um, take a, a trip through a couple different states, you might have to rent a car, right, Bert? Uh, I'm thinking well, about your I, electric car. <laughs> yeah, I, I would not recommend taking an electric car on Route 66. And, 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 your, and your Ford Hybrid, they don't want you charging that, right? Yeah, you, you, uh, you're, you know, uh, there's nothing wrong with a hybrid, but uh, in fact, you well, want to well, get a car well, with I, I good mileage, I, so <laughs> you don't know where the next gas station is. I thought, I thought the, the hybrid that you have, Ford told you the equivalent of don't drive it, don't charge it, don't put it in your garage. No, no, they they had a problem with it's a plug-in hybrid, so there was an yeah, issue what I mean. with the, the plug-in part of it, but the rest of it works fine. So, so, and, so half of it works, half your car works. Well, it all it all works in a sense because you can think of the plug-in as sort of a bonus. <laughs> oh, so you didn't have to pay very much for the plug-in part. That was just like this is a bonus. It's like having AM added to uh, the dial where you have FM, right? It's, it's kind of well, like a pl- well, not exactly, Ben, but but <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't touch a Ford with a 10-foot pole. And as a matter of fact, we hate working on them. They're miserable. They're miserable as a company. They're, this is my opinion. And they're miserable to work on. And when you unscrew spark plugs. February is heart month. And every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply, plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Every day we take steps to keep the people we love safe. But some health risks are easy to miss. Ticks hiding in the yard can spread germs that can cause Lyme disease and Rocky Mountain spotted fever. Mice searching for sources of food can spread bacteria and disease. Mosquitoes breed in standing water and can transmit illnesses like West Nile virus and Zika virus. Cockroaches are drawn to water in the home and can leave behind allergens that trigger asthma attacks. Stinging insects attack in defense of their nests and send more than half a million people to the emergency room every year. Household pests are a threat to our health. Learn what you can do to protect your family at pestworld.org. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs? 
truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-430-1891 800-430-1891 800 G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamg'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamg'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamg'day.com. Teamg'day.com. No whining. Only expert guests and seasoned opinions. Instruction that matters. At the controls, Vincent Finelli. Bert, what's next? Then we uh moving on, uh well not so much moving on. Uh we we've talking about electric cars. Well Vince uh Tesla thinks to get into uh bigger market they need to come out with the lower cost vehicle <laughs> so so um that's Vince, they're, that's they're building economics a, 101 they're building well yeah they're building a new factory and uh they codenamed the new car redwood and they say it's going to sell for twenty five thousand dollars which would be a, a new low price for a tesla and they're looking at well i don't I don't know if this is possible, Vince. They're saying they can produce ten thousand a week, and uh, well, I don't know, but um, it's going to be uh, well. They're they're uh, building this new factory, and uh, looking at a picture of it, it pretty much looks like all the other Teslas. It's going to be available supposedly the uh, middle of next year. Right now, the cheapest Tesla is uh, well, it's uh, around forty-five thousand for a Model Three, and so this would be significantly less. And um, supposedly, they came up with the idea how to build it. I, I don't. You may understand this more, but they they uh, tore down a Honda Civic, which is a twenty thousand dollar car, and uh, took it apart. And tried to figure out how they how Honda could do it, and um, well, they're they're uh, codenaming their new car the NV9X. Of course, that won't be what it's going to be called. And um, I'm not sure exactly where. I guess they they have a number of factories that could be built in. One is saying it could happen in Berlin, Germany, and uh, there's some other possibilities where it's ultimately going to get built. But, um, well, Vince, uh, you know, they're uh, trying to expand their market. So looks like next year there'll be a lower-cost Tesla. Maybe you'll even see a few of them around Missouri. Not sure. I doubt it. I doubt it. 
<laughs> not around our not around our neighborhood. People need vehicles that you know that are durable and and uh, can go distances. You know, I'm looking at Bert a picture of Kim Kardashian. She's got really really proud of her cyber truck. So she's got one of these Tesla cyber trucks, and she's standing up, and she's almost as tall as a truck. Almost the truck is taller than she is. Her the tires are as tall as her waist. I'm not exaggerating. And I'm looking at the back, and I'm trying to figure out how this, this um, petite gal could, could be driving and sitting in this truck. There's no way that she could see out the rearview window, rear window. If you look at the window, it's almost, not quite, but almost horizontal. There's no way you can look out the back window and, not, and see what you're backing over. You can't. So there has to be cameras so that you can look down at some dash display to see what's behind you. I'm serious. This this thing is a monstrosity. It is dangerous. Yeah, it's a strange you imagine car, having ben. What was that? It's a strange looking vehicle. Yeah. It's a very strange looking vehicle. But literally, uh, her, I'm looking at her belt line, okay? She's facing the vehicle, and her belt line is even with the top of the front tire. That's how big these tires and wheel assemblies are. They're huge. This truck is really huge. And I have a feeling if it crashes into something, it's going to destroy a typical vehicle on the road just because of its mass. And literally, it's taller than she... It's about looks like it's about three or four inches taller than Kim Kardashian is standing up next to it. For real. There's no need for this truck. It's, what would you do with this thing, Bert? Seriously, what would yeah, you I do with a Tesla Cybertruck? Would it you use it as a truck? It doesn't look like it's good for, the, for a tradesman. I mean, they, they generally use either vans or pickup trucks. Right. So not, not sure what its purpose in life is. Then, uh, back to back to I back said. to my original point, and what what name one thing that Elon Musk has done that is necessary and is good for us, we the villagers. Name one thing, one. Well, I think space travel is good, Vince, because we can learn a lot of things. You know, a lot of inventions come from space. We mm-hmm. can discover, like Tang. You know, Tang. <laughs> Tang came from yeah. Tang. Well, uh, you know, a that lot of orange old, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, rechargeable that, batteries that, that came from uh, our endeavors, and, and the pencil, yeah. the pencil. And, we and a, a lot number of the two pencil that came from space. Yeah, first integrated circuits. A lot of them were produced uh, for the space program because we needed to put more circuitry in a smaller, lighter, more reliable mm-hmm. package. So a lot of uh, a lot of things out of electronics came from the you space program. Y'all think I'm kidding about the number two pencil coming from uh, uh, space developments. Well, what happened was the Americans were trying to figure out how they could have a ballpoint pen that could could write in um, very low gravity situations because the ink gets pulled down the to the ball of the ballpoint right. pen. So we're working on it, working on it. We can't figure it out. We have to pressurize you know, the ink reservoir. And the Russians, the Russians figured it out right away. They said, let's just use a pencil for real. Bert, you need more time on USA Prepares. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Thank you. 